everybody. I'm June. I'm an adult child. So grateful to be here. It's um, I haven't been on this meeting in a really long time. Um, I think the last time I came to this meeting, I recorded. You know, it's on the podcast a couple of years ago, and um, uh, but this meeting, ACOA is. ACOA changed my life. So I'm grateful to be here and I'm grateful to, to share my experience, uh, strength and hope. I always forget about the part in this meeting where I'm supposed to read a passage from the big red book. But, um, but the thing that popped, you know, I, I'm very unprepared. I was like, oh, I'll just wing it and tell you what it was like and what happened, what it's like now. And, uh, but when we were reading the opening readings, you know, it talked about, um, you know, becoming your own loving parent. And I think that that, I, I didn't even recognize that that was the solution for a really long time. You know, that um, I, I worked the steps in this program. I came into this program about nine years ago and uh, I was, I'm a recovering alcoholic and uh, I had about six years of sobriety at that point and I had been going to Al-Anon meetings for about a year and um, how I got into Al-Anon which is totally related to this so I'm not giving another qualification I'm just telling you um, I was I was in a relate wide well, I had been in a relationship it ended and I came I went to India and then I came home and my ex and I like hung out one night and um, he went to get out of the car and uh, I really wanted to ask him something. I really wanted to ask him like how, what was going on between us, how things were feeling and tell him how I feel. And I couldn't do it. I literally could not do it. And the next day I was sitting and practicing my meditation and prayer and and I felt like there was this like noose around my throat, you know, like that there was a big noose around my throat and I like couldn't, I couldn't express my feelings. And I was like, what the hell? I'm five year, five or six years sober. Like I've done all this step work in AA. Uh, why can't I speak up for myself? Why can't I speak up for myself? Like I, I, I got a sense that my self-esteem was totally in the gutter. And I was like, well, what the what the fuck basically and so I um a couple days later it's amazing when I have a realization how like my higher power just puts the solution in front of my face a few days later um but it's not necessarily even if I get the solution I, I'm not sure if I want it most of the time I'm like oh more work no thanks um and so a few days later, somebody told me about this women's self-esteem Al-Anon meeting. And I just like went running. I went running there. And I, I remember I walked into the room and I looked at the women and I was like, whatever they have, they're going to give it to me because I need it. And I sat in that room for about a year, went to a meeting a week. And uh, I had no intention, like guys, I, I had no correlation between my childhood and my family and what was happening to me. I just was like, my self-esteem is in the toilet and for some reason it has something to do with relationships. So I guess I should be here. And 
as I listen to qualifications, uh, I realize like all this stuff started coming up about my family. Like, and I would, I would hear people talk about their families and I would get really, really emotional. And um, so I, I slowly came out of denial. And, um, and when I did, when I finally like touched the pain that was there, I was in so much pain. I was like, I was just driving with pain. Um, and I shared about it in a meeting and somebody told me about ACOA. And I, you know, when you know it, like a couple of days later, I'm walking down the street and I'm just in pain. Like, I don't know what's happening to me. I'm, I'm crying. I'm just like, I'm really messed up. And a friend calls and she's like, I tell her and a program friend and she goes, oh, there's a ACOA meeting down the street from where you are in like a couple hours. And I was like, all right, here we go. And I remember I walked in there and um, they, they read the laundry list and I cried. I just started crying um, profusely. I, I didn't know what was happening, but I knew that I related a lot. I grew up in, you know, and that, that started my journey. As soon as I heard the laundry list, I knew I needed to be here. And um, I can tell you like today, when we read the laundry list, like those things aren't gone. It's not that my disease has gone away at all, but the volume on it has turned down a lot. And I have a lot of tools now to like combat those traits, you know? And um, the laundry list traits. And so I, um, I grew up in a, I'll just tell you like, you know, what my family's like. I grew up, um, in, uh, my parents, my, so my mom is, uh, a child of a rageaholic and, uh, a very abusive father. Her, her mother died when she was six. And then my, um, my father is an adult child of an alcoholic who drank uh, her whole life, my grandmother. Um, so then my parents had me, so I didn't really stand a chance, I think. And, um, uh, they got divorced when I was six and that was, that was pretty traumatic. And my mom had taken up with another alcoholic who is my stepfather now and, um, moved in with him and like moved us in and, and, um, and they, they're still married today. So, and he was a blackout drinker. He was a binge drinker. So he would drink like, um, he'd go, like everything would be okay for a couple of months. And then he'd like go out on a three day bender and then come home and in a blackout, he would be blackout drunk and he would come home and like pull out shotguns and threaten to kill us. And my mom would like have to call the police and he'd push her around and um, he threatened to kill my brother. And then my mom married him and had a child with him. And then they, like, and it's still, and then the first time that that happened, she threw him out and like, he eventually got sober. He didn't get sober in AA though. Um, he just got sober on his own. So it's pretty dry. Um, so yeah. <laughs> You know that sets the scene pretty well um i mean 
my mom was a very, very angry person growing up. Like any little thing would just set her off. I, I always felt like we were walking around on eggshells constantly, like, oh my gosh, don't do this and don't do that and fuck, you know? And cause it was like any little thing would just set her off and she'd start yelling. I had a lot of verbal and emotional abuse. My brother, my older brother had more physical abuse than I did. My, my, it was like, I'm the middle child. So it was like, my parents were slowly starting to like maybe let go of some of this stuff. But anyways, so I, um, there was a lot of verbal abuse, a lot of, um, just constantly being on edge all the time, which just created so much anxiety constantly. And uh, my her, my stepfather fought insanely, fought all the time, all the fucking time. Like, and, and usually a few times a year, they would go into like, we're getting a divorce mode and um, they would call, and, and like they'd have these huge blowout fights and she'd call the cops on him. And it, there was just like a lot of chaos and drama growing up like always something and my mother always being upset about something she was very very angry and um yeah sorry um and so and my father um was a drunk my real father and um Um, he had a really hard time being a dad, you know, um, he had a really hard time being a dad. Sorry, I haven't talked about this stuff in, a, in quite a while. Five minutes left. Oh, thank you. Wow. Shit. <laughs> um, I think that's enough on that. Actually, I, I don't really need to get into any more of it. Um, it's good that there's five minutes left because the rest, the, all of that stuff is pretty painful. Um, the thing that this help, this program really helped me do was to like see my parents as adult children and that they had this disease um, and that like it didn't have to do with me, you know? It, it I mean, I grew up with just this like, constant like oh something I was constantly told that whatever was happening was maybe my fault or that like whatever I perceived was wrong and like my my parents were always like you're crazy you're too sensitive um you're wrong and it wasn't until I came into these rooms and started listening to other adult children and I was like I'm not wrong holy shit I'm not wrong like what happened was really fucked up. Like it was really fucked up and it fucked me up. And like, you know, getting in touch with that little girl who was really, really sad, you know? It's like when I was just talking about those things, I could feel that like inner child just sort of like get really, really sad and like start, you know, you know, just getting sad. Um, so this program helped me see my parents in a different way. Um, it helped me like 
everybody was so gentle is so gentle and loving here and like encouraged me to be gentle and loving with myself which is not how I grew up like I grew up with like a very very inner critical parent you know like my parents were very critical I mean my mother was like I, I just remember if like I didn't dust the house right, you know, it's like a big fucking deal. Um, so I just had a lot of like I was very hard on myself. I was very hard on myself when I came here. I was very perfectionistic. I was very like if if I mess like I just never felt good enough. Like nothing I did was good enough, you know. And um, I really, this program like taught me how to really love myself. Like it, it, it just took that self-love so much deeper. And, um, and it's so interesting because like now with my sponsees, like I talk so much about becoming your own loving parent. Like that is the solution, you know, for in AA it's like, stop, drinking and don't do drugs right but you come to this program and I, you're like well what the what is this you know like what what is exactly how do i fix this problem i have and it it is by becoming your own loving parent which sounds some okay at first that made me want to vomit to be honest like i was like oh like give me a break you know like you know, like this is too woo-woo-y, tree huggerish, whatever this is. Like, I don't know, you know? And that's my, that's my critic. That's my inner critic. When I came to Al-Anon, they did the same thing. They were like, let it be gentle on yourself. And every time somebody said the word gentle, I wanted to blow up, you know? I was like, ugh, I can't. I thought it was a sign of weakness. One minute. Thanks, oh crap. I, I thought it was a real sign of weakness. And, um, you know, I learned that it's not. It's actually like vulnerability, asking for help, telling somebody how I feel, saying no, saying yes, like saying that's not okay, um, setting boundaries. Like those are all really, really incredibly loving uh, things to do for myself. And it taught me how to, it taught me, it, it helped me build self-esteem. It helped me, um, yeah, just, just grow. And, uh, so I highly recommend the steps. I really recommend the steps. And I, um, you know, nowadays when I see myself being really harsh on myself or like perfectionistic or, uh, like, right. We have a puppy and, um, <laughs> The puppy just like ran off. Thanks, I'll wrap it up. But like, I, I like to let the puppy like wander in the backyard. I'm just like, let it have freedom, you know? And and he he wanders off sometimes. And um, if something happens, you know, I'm like, I'm a shitty dog parent. Such a shitty parent, man. I'm lazy. I'm like, I can't get it together. I can't figure this shit out, you know? And then I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is my first time at this rodeo. You know, like I've never been in this position before. I'm literally learning how to be a parent. And um, and it's, it's great. It's like, it teaches me 
I take the kind of way I've been parenting myself over the past few years and like apply it to these situations, you know? Um, my mother used to yell at me if I spelled, if I spilled milk, you know, or did anything wrong. Like I got yelled at a lot and I don't, I don't yell at him so much because it's like, I, he's a kid, he's a kid, you know, kids are going to be kids. So I think, I think I'm going to end there because, um, yeah, kids are going to be kids and, um, I still like being, I still like having that kid, my, my inner kid. I still like, I really like being connected to her now and like taking care of her, just like enjoying, enjoying that part of myself, you know, and letting it flourish and showing it off and yeah, having fun with it and having fun being a parent too, at the same time, it's really, it's a miracle. That's a miracle that I'm not abusing somebody else, you know, the way I, I was treated. So, um, yeah, grateful to be here. Thanks.